If you asked a room full of entrepreneurs why they started their business, the majority of the answers would sound something like this. I wanted more freedom or more flexibility. And yet, if you ask that same room of business owners, do you actually have that freedom and flexibility you originally set out to achieve? The majority of them would tell you a resounding no. If this could be you, then you're going to love the next six episodes. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss one of them. Welcome to the Work Less, Profit More business podcast for accountants, lawyers, financial advisors, and other expert professionals. Hi, I'm Diana Lidstone, your host, business strategist, marketing catalyst, known for my straight talk, no BS, and the simple strategies that get my clients awesome results so they can enjoy more joy, profit, and freedom. As a business owner or founder, I'm sure if you stop to think about it, you personally know at least one business owner who has been hospitalized due to entrepreneurial burnout, who has perhaps even crashed their marriage due to their business or regrets they didn't spend enough time with their kids because they put their business first. Yep, entrepreneurial burnout is a real thing. And while you'll find numerous articles written by Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, Emith, and even the Canadian Business Journal, that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about today is what comes before burnout, that almost compulsive overworking that leads to business owners falling out of love with their business and really feeling ready to toss in the towel and get a J-O-B. After all, this podcast is titled Work Less, Profit More. Now, if you're a high achiever, passionate about your business, and maybe a little bit of a work junkie, and you're listening to this, you're probably tired of watching webinars, taking courses, reading books about improving your productivity, and yet you still find yourself working 50 or more hours a week, and you feel you aren't being productive. That's not what this is going to be about. What I know to be true after working 10 years or more with clients that significant changes to how you work, why you overwork, don't come from productivity apps, productivity journals, or the 5 a.m. club. If you've tried them, you've probably found they didn't work. Why? Possibly because they're a little complicated. Maybe they're difficult to implement despite your best intentions, but maybe they haven't been customizable to you. For instance, if you're a night owl, joining the 5 a.m. club just isn't going to cut it, right? Well, here's what I know. Reducing your workload seems like a huge job, a monumental task, and you just don't know where to begin. I totally understand, and that's why I've got something special coming down the pipeline for you. Okay, as I said, if you're listening to this particular episode, you're probably someone who either wants to reduce your workload or you want to improve that so-called work-life balance. I've got you covered. Next week, that's right, next week, join me for a new free five-part series entitled The Ultimate Focus and Freedom Masterclass. That's right. Next week, I'll be releasing a five-part series where you can reclaim, you ready for this? About 10 hours or more a week without hiring a new employee. And there's also an amazing workbook to go along with this. You can download this at dianalidstone.com slash take notes. So you can take notes and create your own customizable strategy right along with me. 
As I said, over the last 10 years while working with clients, I've noticed some common reasons and maybe myths around what keeps entrepreneurs overworking. So here we go, the seven. Number one is the passion. Yep, we all started our businesses, or most of us started our businesses for a deep passion for the work that we do. You've been listening to this podcast. You've probably heard the story in my own family, my sister, who is a veterinarian. She wanted to become a veterinarian since the age of nine. Now that she's in her 60s and built an amazing business, but it's been to the detriment of her health and her marriage. Passion drives her, not the profits. And so she's created a business based around the passion. But what I see in this fog of passion is that business owners often build their businesses without being future-focused, without looking to the future, seeing what they truly want from their business and their life. And I've talked about this a lot in episode 71, about what 99% of business owners don't do. That's right. They don't take time out of their busyness to write out, to create a big picture vision. If they did, it would give them more focus and it would help them build a business by design so that by design, it would give them more life from their business. It's kind of like building a house without a blueprint. If you don't build your business based on your future vision for what you want. So passion can be one of those things that often keeps entrepreneurs overworking. The second is what I call the myth of more. That's right. Many of us, myself included, grew up in what I call the old success equals hard work equation. In other words, the only way to get success was through hard work. Now, some people call this the Protestant work ethic, but whatever you want to call it, it's true. For many of us, it's been ingrained in our lives, especially if we were of a certain age. In order to achieve success, the only way was to work hard, all these extra hours, the weekends, etc. And tied in with this is a ton of what I'll call misguided beliefs about money. For instance, People who make a lot of money fast, they must be cheaters, they must be dishonest, right? And there's a lot of cultural mindset myths around money and hard work that many business owners grew up with. But the truth is here, entrepreneurs who earn 10 times more do not work 10 times harder. It's a challenging mindset issue, not only for the people that I coach, but for myself. Over the years, I've had to work on this. And especially in my coaching business. You see, I kept thinking, if I just took one more course, if I took one more workshop, if I just worked a little harder, then I would earn more money and I would be successful. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the truth is, when I decided to work less, when I decided to, in an earlier episode, I think it was episode 70, I talk about my husband's retirement and what it taught me about my business. And truth of the matter is, the more that I focused on working less, the more I earned. That's right. And this is where the work less profit more came from. So the answer really to the myth more is to just do less better. You got that? 
do less better. Okay, so we've talked about passion, the myth of more. Number three is what I call the badge of busyness. Now, it's closely related to the myth of more, but have you ever attended, I don't know, a networking event of business owners and, you know, everybody's asking, you know, so how's it going? What's the number one answer you hear? Oh, I'm so busy, right? And yet there seems to be some pride in this busyness for business owners. Truthfully, I would rather hear, you know, I've only been working 20 hours a week, or I've only been working 30 hours a week, and my business is growing by leaps and bounds. That's what I would rather hear business owners say. So the badge of busyness, let it go, right? Let it go. Let's see if we can let that go. Okay, let's talk about number four. <laughs> it's what I call chief everything officer. That's right. It's not CEO, but close if you're the one doing the bookkeeping, the selling, the marketing, the administration, if you're doing it all, then you might fall into this trap. And it's actually what I call the small firm growth trap, but it's not your fault. You see, I remember being in that trap for a period, especially when I owned my retail store. I was the chief buyer, the chief salesperson, the chief HR, the chief marketing person, the chief strategist, and even the chief toilet cleaner. I've learned that you can't be good at everything and you have to set your priorities. You see, in my retail store, there was one year after one particularly great sales quarter and I spent some time looking at my profits and I went, oh my God, why are my profits down even though our sales were up? And I realized I was too busy doing all those other things and I wasn't paying attention to and getting reimbursed for items that were broken in shipment to our store. You see, I had to give up the toilet cleaning and the bookkeeping and the administration so I could focus more on the profit making. So if it's you, if it's time to start thinking more like a CEO, you might head over to episode 72, where I talk about <laughs> the unsexy truths about growing a seven-figure business. That's right. Okay, we're in the home stretch here. The fifth reason that entrepreneurs stay overworked is very often they have difficulty setting priorities for the tasks that they should be working on. As in my retail store example, business owners often don't know how to set the priorities for the most important tasks that will drive their business forward, or as in my case, drive the profits forward. <laughs> in fact, just this past week, I was on a coaching call with one of my clients who was telling me about what she had been doing the week previous. She was telling me how also in the coming weeks, she wanted to create a focus group for some research going towards a book that she wanted to write and how she had 12 chapters already outlined. I was gobsmacked. <laughs> yep. First reason was because she had never mentioned wanting to write a book. And secondly, it was totally the wrong use of her time at that particular moment in her business. So I kindly interrupted her and asked, have you closed those two deals that you mentioned last week in our calls? These deals were with a potential prospect for close to $100,000 in potential business. Her reply was, 
Nope. So I reminded her that her number one task for the coming week was to close those deals. You see, focusing on tasks that drive results should be your number one priority over writing a book or focus groups. Okay, number six. I hear this all the time, but I can do it better, faster, etc. than an employee. Yep, I hate to admit this, but as one high achiever to another, we are, you ready? Control freaks. Yep. We often say to ourselves that we can do it better and faster, etc. than training a new employee or delegating the task. However, we both know that that only leads to more tasks on our plate, more work, and more time away from our families. Yeah, well, you can do it better and faster, but building a rock star team is really what is going to allow you to significantly reduce your workload. There's a time and a place and a sequence to do all this. And guess what? Next week, I'm going to talk about it. Okay, here we are. The last reason that I see that entrepreneurs are finding themselves overworked and heading to burnout. It's basically they're dealing with too many clients with too little profit. You see, there's the rub. Often when we start our businesses, remember back, we're willing to work with anyone who fogs a mirror. That's right. Anyone who's breathing. We'll help anyone achieve whatever they want and we'll charge a really low fee. And that's okay. That's at the beginning of our businesses. But we have to recognize that there is a time and a place to stop that. Recently, I was chatting with another client who was on a growth journey to building an agency model business. You see, he offers a done-for-you service. And in our coaching session, we were working on his goals for the balance of the year and reviewing his revenue sources. And we noticed that he had several clients who had joined him when he was just starting out, right? Some of us do. Not only were these clients paying significantly less than his current fees, but they were gobbling up significant amounts of time and his team's time. So we talked about how he could raise his fees to those clients. But here's where the rub came. He felt an emotional responsibility to them because they had started out with him. They had helped him get his business launched when he first started. As we worked out this strategy with him to raise his prices to those clients, We recognized that there was this emotional responsibility, but we came up with a strategy that allowed him to slightly detach from that emotion and focus on it being a business, not an emotional. So too many clients, too little profit, sometimes less is better. So there we have it. I've shared with you seven common reasons why you might be overworked and you might be heading to entrepreneurial burnout. If this is you, you might be wondering, hey, Diana, it's nice to understand these reasons, but what am I going to do next so that I can reduce my workload? Well, if you know me at all, you know, I would never leave you dangling. And that's why next week is all about these new five episodes that I'm calling Workshop Week. That's right. Next week, you can join me for my new free five-part series, The Ultimate Focus of Freedom Masterclass. Yep, I'll be releasing five episodes in one week that will help you reclaim at least 10 hours a week in your business without hiring a new employee, thus dramatically reducing your workload. And as I said, there's also an amazing workbook to go along with it. And you can grab it over here at dianalidstone.com slash take notes. And just to give you a little heads up, here's what we're going to cover. 
We're going to cover how to get focused by building your business with purpose. We're going to help you determine your most impactful tasks, a really practical exercise that you can do immediately. We're also going to talk about systems to put in place before you hire a team so you aren't wasting your time hiring and firing. Five simple strategies to skyrock your productivity, a little bit of productivity. And last day, we're going to talk about a seven-step roadmap to helping you dramatically reduce your workload over the long term so that you can scale your business and really keep focused on A, number one, what you do the best and B, having time to live your life. So don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any episodes, download your workbook and save time in your calendar for next week's free training. Because you know, and I know, if you don't put it in your calendar, it won't get done. Thanks so much for listening to the Work Less Profit More podcast. If you have thoughts or feedback, I'd love for you to leave me a voice message using the link in the show notes. It's easy to do, and there's nothing more than I love hearing from my listeners. Until next week, remember five new episodes, you can do this. Hey, Diana here again. So in this episode, I talked about being dramatically overworked. And perhaps at this point in your business, you don't feel you're overworked. Well, that's okay, but I do urge you to listen to the workshop because I know for a fact that it will also help you find focus and focus ultimately gives you freedom. Take care. Bye for now.